0: Welcome to Whole Mind Healthy Bodies, the podcast, part of the 360 Health Initiative from Aetna, exclusively for you, the MTA, where the goal is improving your total health and well being. I'm your host, Kai, and we're here to define and discuss health and well being so you can better incorporate it into your life for better work life balance. And don't worry, if you're already skeptical, I'm joined by two colleagues who you probably have already seen on site delivering this discussion live in person. James Francis and William Wright. Welcome, James. Thanks, Kai. Welcome. And welcome to you, William. Hey, thank you. Great for to be here. First question is over to you, James. Uh, when we talk about health and well-being, phrases like a person operates in a state of health and well-being when their physical, mental and spiritual being is in harmony. Let's get real, though. Is this type of harmony even possible?
1: A great question, Kai, and I'm going to back up and say, you know, how important this conversation is to me specifically, as I have been a diabetic for many, many years, since I was 18 years old, and this is possible. This is certainly possible, but with all change and positive change, it really takes um, intentional actions um, and, and not view this as a one day, a one week, or even a one month type of event. You know, it will certainly take time, um, but it certainly can be done with you know really practical um, changes in your life. And starting now, it's really all about the journey, and not about
0: the one day or start of the journey. I right, So I like how you say journey. Right? It's lifelong. It's like you get to a point where, like, great, I am health and well being. It is. It's over, and now I now I can move on. Right? So over to you, Will. We navigate. A world of uncertainty and that really affects our health and well being, right? And often uncertainty leads to fear. Um, you know, so going to the store, dropping kids off at school, being on the job site, how do we manage the uncertainties of everyday life in order to maintain a positive outlook, especially when life can be really unfair?
2: You know, I always say the one thing about the you know, the word uncertainty, right? Uncertainty is that emotion that I feel supercharges with you know, any other emotion that's at the surface, whether it's fear, insecurity, worry, and doubt, right? The best way I always, you know, when I advise or work with people to handle the uncertainty is, stop looking at the end goal, right? Or stop looking at the the things you find the most challenging and figure out ways to just incorporate some self-care, right? To balance out, you know, the everyday, you know, consistency or monotony of life and just find those little moments that create a sense of space or relief from all these everyday things that can feel overwhelming at times.
0: And yeah, when I hear that, I think of like, focus on the things you can control, mm-hmm. right? There's so much we can, you know, I can control my health. I can control what I put in my body today. I can control how I react to something. And, you know, speaking of that, you know, James, I wanted really wanted to bring you into this discussion to talk about this idea of work-life balance, right? which I know for a lot of people can be a really foreign concept. I know growing up in my household, it was the farthest thing from my parents was this idea of work-life balance. So I just kind of wanted to get your thoughts on, you know, helping us understand what that is and, you know, how a proper balance could, you know, help alleviate stress, both at work and home.
1: Absolutely. And, you know, to everyone listening to me, I understand, I understand how demanding, and rigorous your days and evenings are, um, but do not forget about yourselves. Do not forget about yourselves. I, I've definitely spoken about this, you know, for over a decade and its importance in not only your physical aspect, but also your mental aspect. Are these things are absolutely combined? It's a blend of the two. So when we speak about work-life balance, I'm not promising you three more extra hours in your day. Absolutely. Absolutely not. Right. I am certainly saying that, you know, changes can be made, whether it's doing something that you love for 15 to 20 minutes a day. That can help. Um, For me, I'm super passionate about sports. And now, although my New York team is is out of the playoffs, (laughs) I'm still watching basketball. You know, I may not watch the whole game, but I'm watching highlights and it is um, it brings a balance to my life. It really does. So it's not simply the rigorous days at work and the hours I'm spending at work, but it's also other things that I'm doing, right? That truly brings me joy, things that I'm passionate about. And I try to, you know, input and implement my passions in some way, shape or form on a daily basis, on a daily basis. So we're we're really talking about personally what do I love? What are some of my passions, right, that I can get started on right away and really try to implement them at some point or time in your daily routine? Routine is key. It really is.
0: Uh, so, yeah. So speaking of that routine, you know, I think what we're really talking about right now are are tactics, right? Tactics that help us achieve health and well-being in the workplace. So if we really zero in on that workplace setting, right? Um, this idea of work-life balance you know i kind of you know i I don't want to i don't want to go today i'm kind of dragging my feet a little bit like but i have those three things that i know if i if i can knock those things out in the morning you know that'll just get me started off on on a better foot um but specifically i kind of wanted to bring you in to talk about uh how we can be healthy eaters healthier eaters during the day better snackers um, can you talk to us a little about some tactics, James, on, on kind of how to make that happen during the workday?
1: Absolutely. And think about this, everyone. I understand you are, you know, possibly doing multiple shifts during the day. So we're going to speak about at home, at work, and even between shifts. All right. But the initial um, idea is for us to really have a plan, have a plan. So have a snack preparation. So, when we, you know, it's 12 o'clock, you may have three hours before your next, you know, your next run. Do not freelance what you're about to eat because usually at that point, you may, you know, go out, um, you know, on the street and buy something or you may get, you know, get a snack. Really create a plan for yourself and meal prep, even snacks. When I attend MTA, you know, in person, I bring snacks, whether it's an apple, um, you know, whether it's um, protein shakes or bars, all the time. I've spoken to a few members, and at this point, it may have been 1, 2 o'clock in the afternoon. And he or she may tell me, well, James, I never eat breakfast. This is my first meal of the day. If we're having our first meal at 1, 2 o'clock, we're not fueling ourselves. And our bodies may tend to get used to fighting that uphill battle to get to that point in which where we need to be. Really plan your snacks um, between your shifts or during the day, and also in the morning. Right, meal prep. It may not take a lot of time, but it's certainly worth it to be a healthier person. So,
2: if I could, um,
1: yeah, hop on in. I want to piggyback on
2: that because you know. So for the, I've been in the health and wellness space now for 25 years. I'm a certified trainer, you know, and I have one of my specialties is in weight management. And what I found out you know, is that the, this formula works across the board, whether it's meal planning or workout, right? It's like, first, it's a consistency, right? Consistency is key because we're products of our consistent behaviors. But then there's that efficiency piece that people tend to miss, right? They go from consistency to intensity. And so they go from one behavior to the extreme of another, and that's where you lose the efficiency, right? Right. So, I always tell people, you know, the things we consume—it's about cravings and signals, right? We create those cravings and signals. So, I often offer support in the perspective of, okay, you're going to eat that pizza, right? But what are you not eating? Maybe you're not eating the salad. So, you know, have a slice with a salad because then you're starting to introduce different kinds of cravings and satisfaction in your food. So, your signal is not looking like two slices. I'm satisfied begin to teach your body that you can have a slice and a salad and still be satisfied. So it's finding that perfect balance between purpose and pleasure. When we just go extreme from the pizza to the grilled chicken and steamed vegetables, then you have to deal with the emotions of like feeling failure or, you know, it it just makes it harder to commit because it's too extreme. So it's consistency, but that efficiency is being smart and almost saying to yourself, what am I not doing first? So much before you start judging what you are doing. Right. So if you find that balance, it it tends to create better um, habits.
0: Yeah. And William, I really appreciate that because what you're doing is you're acknowledging that food makes us happy. Food is an emotional thing. You have food at parties. Like I can't wait to have a slice of pizza. But, you know, balancing those two is really important. And James, I know with like kind of your smart snacking with the diabetes, I know you have to balance that emotional part.
1: Absolutely. And, you know, it may be rough to start. But that's okay. That is perfectly fine. We are human beings. But to me, the biggest challenge is to actually start. It's important for me to make James Francis a priority. Mm -hmm. It really is. Once that happens, it makes me that healthier person and that better employee, that better teammate, that better parent, spouse, or just a better human being overall.
0: Absolutely. Well put. And Will, I know you mentioned, you know, personal trainer. So I really wanted to throw it over to you to kind of get some insight, because let's be real, getting to the gym for 90 minutes every day, you know, that's not happening for so many of us. And it's really about having, taking advantage of the time we do have. So I just wanted you know, some tips and tricks about sneaking those kinds of things in during the workday. Um,
2: absolutely. So I always tell people it goes back to building blocks, right? If you tie yourself to that outcome, it can be overwhelming, right? You have to appreciate the steps you make along the way, right? What is the least amount you can do to start? Well, You know, 20 minutes on the treadmill. Then do your 20 minutes on the treadmill. Start building that consistency and that efficiency, right? Don't worry about the intensity. Don't worry about the end result. Just find one or two things that you can do add a little more activity and a little more you know of a commitment that's you know more than what you had before so i tell people you start with just simply walking on the treadmill for 20 minutes and maybe the next week you go to 25 next thing you know you're running three miles or whatever it is just find the moments oh getting to the gym is overwhelming you i gotta get home change my clothes get back the kids the family all right i tell people Stand up while you're watching a TV show. Do some squats in between the commercials. You know, throw a plank out. Like, Find ways to challenge yourself within that, right? You're watching the show anyway, right? You know, make a commitment of every day, every morning when I get up, even if I get up five minutes earlier than I used to, and I'm going to do as many crunches as I can in a minute. That's it. It can be that simple to start changing that behavior pattern, changing that mindset. It's knowing that you can set a goal and achieve a goal. So make the goal smart. Make the gold obtainable. Appreciate that. Acknowledge that. It only takes one degree difference to turn something from water to ice.
0: Just one degree difference. Gotcha. So, consistency really across the board is kind of what I'm hearing. We've talked about a lot this idea of health and well being in the workplace. And, you know, we have our tactics. Um, Understand and, you know, try to strike a balance between work and life. Prioritize yourself, no matter what it is. If it's watching sports, going on a walk, um, getting a smoothie in in the morning, you know, you know, just that little effort, that consistency is going to go a long ways. Um, and with that, the, the smart eating, the healthy snacking at work, take time to, to prep some meals, prep some snacks, so that when you're stressed or you're emotional, you're not going to that vending machine for the chips, you're instead reaching into your pocket for those really good peanut butter pretzels. That's my favorite kind of like healthy-ish kind of salty snack that I go for Um, and then lastly exercise like don't overdo yourself get into the gym just find those moments in your day where you can sneak it in whether it's taking the stairs instead of the escalator I love the idea of doing squats during Netflix I think I'm gonna do that tonight (laughs) I could definitely be doing some more of that but really like kind of boiling all this down I'll throw it to you James you know this idea of a personal well-being plan Um, how do we take everything we're kind of hearing and and make it actionable and, and make sure really it's not overwhelming. We're all
1: different and we all have different situations. We all have different days and hours within our day. So start a plan that works for you, right? Start a plan that works for you, make it extremely personal. Um, to me, I find that it's more attainable. I have more times in the morning. So when I wake up, I wake up extra early to get things done, um, you know, take a ride, take a walk before my day really gets started. Um, and I begin to work at that pace. And you know, to Williams, um, to William's point earlier, just being consistent. And I love the example of that one degree. That one degree can make a difference. So to me, I always feel like I have to start somewhere. Um, and that start is the most challenging. But once you get started and you feel the difference and you really see the difference, it can change your life forever.
0: But William, anything to add there in terms of developing your personal well being? The plan? best
1: part of
2: this that I help people understand is that it is, as James said, personal, customizable. Mm-hmm. Right? That's actually where you have the most power to choose. Because if you can take out if you can take out the the end goal, if you can take out maybe the judgment or the fear and vulnerability that comes with it, right? And just you know, meet yourself where you can be your strongest, right? Just do something a little different than you did before, right? And, you you know, you'll be able to see a tremendous amount of change of progression. And so I'm always encouraging people, don't worry about what other people are doing, what other people are saying, what other people have, what other people look. Look within yourself and say, how can I just be that one degree better?
0: Well said. Look inside yourself. So, okay, everyone, that wraps it up. This has been the Whole Mind Healthy Bodies podcast, part of the 360 Health Initiative from Aetna exclusively for you, the MTA, where the goal is improving your total health and well-being. Be sure to check out wholeandhealthy.website where you can find more videos and podcasts on a variety of topics, including sleep, eating right, and stress reduction. Here, you can also find the events page, which will have live, in-person discussions on these very topics with folks like William and James, who you have heard from just now. Thanks again for joining us, James.
1: Kai, thanks for having me. I look forward to seeing so many of you shortly. And thanks to you, William. Same thing, James. Always a pleasure, Kai.
2: I appreciate the opportunity, and I'm always grateful. And um, I'm looking forward to add support to
0: anybody who's you know ready to receive. Thanks again, everyone. Until next time, take care.